Gemara Nazir Dafnun Zayin Masechet Fedelefua Shelema Moshe Bendina En Narefanado Ragle Hasida Vishmor Amen Tresdaf Dainu Nishmat Ovadia Ben Rina Ruach Adunai Tenihenu Began Eden Amen We start the uh, the new Perek and we are at the Mishnah Shenin Nazirim Sheamar lahem echad. There was two nizirim, and one guy tells them, "Raiti echad mekem." I saw one of you, shenitma, that became tame. Ve'eni yodeya ezemekem. I don't know which one became tame. So therefore, they both accepted upon themselves nizirut. And now the question is, which one of them became tame? Now, we know the law is that if a Nazir becomes Tamer, so he has to bring a Korban, and then uh, start his Nazirut uh, over again. The question is, which guy is the, uh, is, the, is the Nazir Tahor, and which guy is the Nazir Tamer? If he's a Nazir Tahor, then he has to bring his uh, Korbanot as a Nazir Tahor. So the question is, what do they do? So the, the Mishnah says over here, Megalchin, uh, so they'll both shave, umivi'im korban tum'ah ve'korban tahora, And they bring korban tum'ah and a korban tahara. Meaning they bring a korban that a tameh would normally bring, and the birds, and they would bring the korban of the tehora. And then the deen is ve'omer, im anihu tameh. And they make a stipulation. If I'm the tameh guy, Korban Tum'ah Sheli. So the Korban of Tum'ah is mine. Korban Tehorah Shilcha. And the Torah is yours. Im ani hua tahor. And if I'm the Tahor. Korban Tehorah Sheli. Then the Torah is mine. Korban Tum'ah Shilcha. And that's the way they basically do it. They make this type of stipulation. So basically they're covered. And then what? V'sofrim Shiloshim Yom. Then they have to count another 30 days. And they do the same thing after the 30 days. Umeviim korban tahara. And they bring a korban tahara. And then they say, Ve'omer, im If I was the tameh guy, the first round, so then already, korban tum'ah the korban tum'ah was mine, the original, ve'korban tahara, shelcha. And the original korban tahara was yours. Ve'zeh korban taharati. And this is my korban tahara now. Because if I was the Tamek, I had to bring a Korban Tum'ah first, and then a Korban Tahara. And that's the way it is. Ve'im ani hua Tahor, if I'm the Tahor guy, so I'm done. Korban Tahora Sheli, I'm covered already. The Korban Tum'ah Shilcha, and the Korban Tum'ah was yours initially. Ve'ze Korban Tahoratcha. And now this is your Korban of Tahara. Now the Tosafot points out, that this case over here is talking about where they, uh, they accept this guy's claim. Where the guy's claiming one of you became Tamer, Tosfot says, Vehem shotkin, they're quiet. If they protest and say, no, I don't know what you're talking about, so then that's it. They cannot, uh, 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 you know, they, they, they're saying, we're vadai, you're a safek, if we don't have to listen to him. But the fact that they're quiet, so that means uh, they're accepting this guy's, uh, this guy's claim. So that's why that's why we have to take it uh, seriously. Okay. Now, if you look at the Tosfot also, 
where he says, V'sofrim shaloshim yom u'mevi'im korban, b'shutafut. So they're bringing this in partnership. Korban tum'ah, what's the korban tum'ah? Hatata of ve'olata of. Aval, asham lo mighty ala safek. Okay, so you can't bring a korban asham on a safek. Olata of tehen nedava. V'hatat safek. Olata of tehen nedava. V'hatat safek. V'lo tochal. You can't eat the hatat because it's a hatat safek. V'asham she'eno mevi, eno me'akevo. We learned already on daf yud het. Different opinions on what, what, what the Qurban uh, uh, has to bring in order to relieve him from the uh, from the nizirut. So we said, is it the uh, is it the Qurban Asham or is it the Qurban uh, Hatat? We had a bin If you remember on the when a guy is tamen uh, 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 and starting his uh, his nizirut again, so we had a question: which which Qurban is the uh, is the, uh, is, is, is the main one that he has to bring. Everybody agreed it wasn't the Ola, but it was either the Hasham or the Hatat. So Tosfot says that, don't worry about it if he didn't bring the Hasham. The Hasham is not going to be uh, Me'akiv. So that's the, um, that's what Tosfot points out. Okay. So now the Gemara comes along and says... The Gemara begins. Ketani shnei nizidim sheamar lahem raiti echad mikem shenitma veeni yodeya ezem mikem. So I don't know which one of you guys became tamei. Now veamai, why do you have to be mahmir over here? Let's just review some of the laws that we're going to, we're going to learn actually in Masechet Sota. Kol safek tumah bereshut yachid. When it comes to a safek tumah in the private domain, so we say. That sefeko tamet. You have to be mahmir. There's a rule. Sefek tumab rishut yachid. We're mahmir. Sefeko tamet. Where do we learn that from? Well, mehecha yalfinana. Mesota. It's coming up. We learn it from sota. How do you learn it from sota? A sota is a lady that was secluded with a man, and we don't know what she did. So that's the case of sefek tumah. We don't know if she was with the man, a married man. She's a married lady. The point is. And she's in a private place, and therefore we don't know what she did. And that's why you have to take her to the Beit HaMikdash to drink the waters to resolve this safik, because we're choshesh that maybe she did something. That means we have a safik, tum'ah, in this case tum'ah means that she had relations, in reshuta yachid, and we're being mahmir, sefeko, tahor. That's where we learn it from. Now, if that's the paradigm where you learn safik, tum'ah, reshuta yachid, sefeko, tameh, it's got to be exactly like a sotah. And how many people are in that sota case to make it reshut tiyahid? Two people, the lady and the man. Ma sota bo'el v'nib'elet. It's just those two people, and that's what's called the reshut tiyahid. No more than two people. Ma she'enken here with the two nizirim and the witness, you have three people. Once you have three people, it's not a reshut tiyahid anymore. It's considered reshut tiyahid. It's not the paradigm of sota. For a safek to be considered the shuti yachid private, it's got to be no more than two people, just like the sota. But over here, shnen izirim, vehai dekaega behon. You have the two izirim and the guy who saw it, the witness. So therefore, that's three. 
once it's slata, and the rule of safek tumah nishut rabim is vechol safek tumah nishut rabim safek kotahor. So then, what are you being machmir on any of these guys for? We should tell the guy we have a rule. You saw one of us become tamei. You don't know. Your your witnessing makes you the third person. Third person makes it a tumah nishut rabim, and therefore we're both okay. Tosfot over here has a has a question. Tosafot's question, if you look in um, the Tosafot, well, we'll look at the answer first, and then we'll see the Tosafot, because that's where it is. Amar Baravuna, the case is talking, Be'omer ra'iti tum'ashin is benechem. I saw from far that a tum'ah, was thrown amongst you, and one of you became Tameh. So basically, the guy who saw it, saw it from far. And therefore, he's not considered the third guy. It's only two people that were there. He's saying, I saw from far that the Tumah was thrown in front of one of you. So therefore, it is indeed a Sefek Tumah still, Bereshute Yachid. And therefore, we have to say, Sefeko Tameh. Amar It's Meduyeket, that that is the case. Because if you look at the Mishnah's language, Diktani, Ve'eni Yodeya Ezemikim. I don't know which one of you became Tameh. It doesn't say, I forgot. If it would have said, I forgot, that means he actually was close enough to see it. And therefore he just forgot. But the fact that he says, I don't know, Tosfot says, Shelo nodalo me'olam. You know why? Shelo haya bahem medelo ketani shakachti. And therefore, for the fact that he didn't say, I forgot, I forgot means he was close enough to see what happened. The fact that he was far, he said, I, I don't, really don't know which one of you. I just know one of you became Tamer. And Yodeya, so that implies that he wasn't close enough to uh, discern which one. So that's the, um, that's the, that's the sugya. It's a straightforward sugya. Uh, it's a safek tumab reshut yahid, and therefore safek kotameh. Tosfot's question is fine. If you're learning from Sotah Sefekot Tameh, so they both should be Sefek Tameh. Each one has, has the Sefek on him. Why are you saying one of them brings the Quran? If I'm the Tahor, then my Tahor, if you're the Tameh, they should, they should both bring, they should both bring Vadai, Quran Tumaz, Allah Sefek. Just like the case of, uh, just like a case of a Sotah that we treat our, each one has that safek on them. No, no one's better than the other guy. So then why are you saying, if I'm the guy, if, hey, you're just as much as safek to Yahid as the other guy. So therefore, you both have to bring korbanot ala safek. Each one is subject to the same law. That's Tosfot's question. So look at Tosfot be'omer ra'iti. Ve'omer merachok, that's safek to ma'abrishuti yahid. Ve'im tomar imken yavi kolehad korban to ma'abadai. Dechot safek to ma'abrishuti yahid surfim alav teruma. You burn Tirumah on a Safek, which means you take it seriously. So therefore, both should bring it. Again, follow the rule of Sotah. Right. The rule of Sotah is that it's possible that she became Temeah. That's the two Stadim. But in this case, it's not possible that both of them were Temeim. That's not a case of Sotah where two people were Temeim. Sotah, it's definitely possible she might have been Temeah. But here, it's, 
impossible that both were Tameim. Because the guy is saying, only one of you. So therefore, that's not similar to Sota in that case. And therefore, the Vadai Echad Tahor. Here there's a Vadai Tahor. In Sota, we have a Sefik, she might be Tameah. But there's no, there's no Vadai in the Sota case. Here there's a Vadai. That somebody is Tahor. And therefore, that's why we just say the one. And they bring it Allah Sefik. Then Tosfot has a question. Vim Toman, Imken Mai Parikh Me'ikara. What was the Gemara's original question? Sefek Tumah B'Rishut Terabim. Right? The Gemara said, right, this is Sefek Tumah B'Rishut Terabim. That was the Gemara's original question. And Sefek Tumah B'Rishut Terabim, Sefeko, Tahor. Kenomar, V'yaviyu Shinehem Korban Tahora. What was the Gemara's question? The impl- implication of that question is, if Sefek Tumah B'Rishut Terabim is Sefeko Tahora, so if they're both, they're both Tahorim, so let them bring Korbanot of Tahara only. And they don't have to bring a korban of tumah. That's sefik tumah b'shut terabim. The mitaharinan nami misotah gamrinan la. So wait, sefik tumah b'shut terabim. We also learn from sota. So therefore, Tosfot says, uh, if you're learning from sota, then then velo yalfinan ela damar sheifshan lehiot vacha bevadai echad tamer. So Tosfot basically is going to answer that sefik tumah b'shut terabim. You don't learn from sota. So therefore, you, when it, when you only learn from Sota. So that's why yeah, the law of Sota is going to tell you that when you have a Vadai Safik on this lady, is she Tameh or Tahor? But over here, you don't have a Vadai Safik on each guy. You know, Vadai, one of them is Tahor. So therefore, Vadai, one of them is Tahor. That's not the paradigm of Sota. And therefore, you're going to bring only one and you bring it with the stipulations that we said. So that's the... That's the sugya. And now we move on to the next thing. Megalchinu mevi'im. Okay, so what do we say? Let them count 30 days and let them shave and then let them bring the korbanot. They start with the whole stipulation. So the Gebara says, Ve'amai. How is it mutar for them to shave? Dilma lav temeim inun. Maybe they're not temeim, which means each one is a sefek, like we said. And they're doing uh, which means a Nazir that became Tameh, we learned always it's a mitzvah for him to shave all his head. And we said what? The mitzvah of Hakafatarosh overrides uh, you know, this, this mitzvah. Right? Not like we had a machloket. Actually, if the hakafa is the oraita, if the hakafa is the rabbanan, the pchavtet, the shtakish held, it was uh, it was the rabbanan. However, we learned uh, uh, later on that actually yavo ase viidche lo taase. We said that actually that it is the uh, the rabbanan hakafa tarosh is actually the uh, oraita. So the Gemara is coming along to say, fine, but that's only if the guy said Nazir Tameh, then we allow him to override and shave his whole, uh, his whole head off. So the question over here is, the question over here is, if the guy is a Sefek Tameh, how are we allowing him to, uh, to, cut, his, to, to cut his hair off? All right, that's what we learned. So the question over here is that how do we allow uh, on a sefek tum'ah for the guy to cut his peotov? 
עובר דאורייתא, לא תקיפו. אמר שמואל, so the Gemara answers, באישה וקטן. We're talking about a lady and a, and a minor. And uh, no peot issues by a lady. <laughs> and there's no issues by a katan either. He's patur from all the mitzvot. So when we talked about two nizirim, the case of two nizirim are two nizirim that are not subject to the laws of hakafa. <laughs> a lady and a, uh, and, a, uh, and, a, and, a, and a minor. That's like, that's like the story that they tell of, of one of the early ministers in Israel, a religious guy, that he told Ben-Gurion, Ben-Gurion said, I, you, I'll give you funding to open up a yeshiva, but you can't have yarmulkes and you can't have tefillin, and you can't have sisit. He said, no problem, we opened up a girl's school. So therefore, the same thing over here. Talk about a lady, there's no, there's no, there's no peot. So Gebrah says, what do you mean? Veluk me begadol. Why don't you say that it's a gadol? And say what? Hakafat kolarosh lasheme hakafa. And maybe we're going to say, like we saw in opinions, that hakafat kolarosh is not considered hakafa. Uh, that when you cut the whole hair off, that's like maybe maybe the whole issue of cutting the pit is when you just cut the pit off and you leave everything else around it. But when you cut everything off, it's not a problem. And there's shita like that. The pasuk says, "Lo takifu peat roshechem." Peat, don't cut the peat. Only when you cut part of it. But when you cut the whole hair off, maybe there's no problem. So the Gemara says, "Okay, well, medemelomo kimhaki." From the fact that we didn't say that, shma mina kasabar shemuel hakafat kolarosh shemahakafa. Okay, in fact, the fact that we didn't say that, we see it is a problem. Hakafat kolarosh, and that's why you have to mukim the mishnah as we as we did. Okay. So the, uh, the Gemara over here continues. Morzutra matnila lehaishmata dishmoel asefa. Which means this that we just said over here. Shemuel, Isha, Katan. And we're learning Isha, Katan on this Mishnah, on Nunzayim. However, Morzutra learned this statement of Shemuel. On the end of this Mishnah, on Nuntet. What did it say on Nuntet? So, Nazir Shayat Tameh Besafik. Umuhlat Besafik. Okay, sound familiar? That was yesterday's daf, where we had a Nazir, definitely a Nazir, but he became Tameh Besafik, and he became Umuhlat Besafik. He became a Mitzorah, and we don't know if he is a Conclusive Mesorah. So now we had issues over here. He's got to technically satisfy his Nizirut, Safek Tameh, Tameh Met, and he's got to satisfy his Safek Mesorah. Basically, he's dealing with four haircuts over here. Two haircuts for the Safek Nazir Tameh, two haircuts for the Nazir Muhlat, for the sorry, Mitzorah, Safek Muhlat. And you got to deal with over here an issue that if he's a Mitzorah, he's not allowed to eat Kadashim until he takes his. Second haircut. So we said, if you remember on yesterday's daf, So after 60 days, already he's able to eat Kadashim. Because if indeed he was a Mitzorah, he's done. He took his two haircuts. And therefore, we solved that issue. If he's not a Mitzorah, then no problem. He was able to eat Kadashim immediately. And Nazir that becomes Tamer, he just has to sprinkle himself and he can eat Kadashim. But a mitzvah cannot. So therefore, after 60 days, meaning 
He waits uh, uh, 30 days, takes a haircut, waits 30 days again, takes a second haircut. They only do that is because maybe he's a Nazir. And if he's a Nazir, so then he has to wait 30 days before he cuts his hair because he's only able to cut his hair if he's a Mitzorah. If he's not a Mitzorah, he cannot cut his hair. So therefore, 30 days and 30 days, basically, that'll definitely take him out of Mitzorah land. And therefore, he can eat Kadashim. But uh, he still might be a Nazir Tamer and he needs two more haircuts. So therefore, we said... Um, and then uh, he has to take four more, uh, two more haircuts. Remember we said 120, at, at, at 90 and then 120. And basically he's taking four haircuts. Besides the first two haircuts that take him out of uh, the Mitzorah uh, Mesefek, uh, he also has to take haircuts because he might be a Nazir. Okay, but wait, this is all here, Sefek. Hakafa. Bottom line, you're cutting off Hakafa Tarosh. So how could Mesafek we allow this Nazir to, 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 to cut all those hair off? That's the question. So Safek Tameh. So that's a big Shela. And that's where Shimuel said, Amar Shimuel, Beisha Bekatan. So over there, with those two Nazirim, new information, was talking about two people that are not subject to uh, the laws of Pe'ot, a lady and a katan. Okay. And now we go into the sugya of Hakafah. Amaravuna, Amakif, et Pe'at, Amakif, et a katan. So you have a barber. He cuts the Pe'ot of a katan off. Hareu Hayav. Interesting. So the barber is Hayav Malkut. Because the pasuk says lo takifu, well lo takifu, it seems the way they're learning is even the katan. So therefore, it's not or, or, even on a katan, meaning it's not only the one that got shaved his his peot off, but the one that did it. Now, even though the katan is not hayav in mitzvot, why is the migaleyah hayav? So lo uh, takifu. So lo takifu is coming along to include even a katan. So therefore, the Gemara says, Amar Rav Adab Rahman Ravuna, Vedidach, Man Megalach Lehon. So therefore, your children, who gives them their haircuts? <laughs> Which means, I guess, their hair was, uh, was shaved. Uh, they didn't leave their peot in those days on the kids. Not like today. So therefore, he asked, he asked and said, hold on, well, who shaved your kid? Who gave your kids your, your haircut? Bottom line, your kids don't have peot. So somebody must have done it. According to you, you're saying that they're over. Who, who gave your kids a haircut? In those days, the custom was the kids did not have peot. All right, they still let them in yeshiva. But over here, today, what's going to be? So the Gabbara says, Amar so he answered back, yeah, Chova. <laughs> that was his wife. Ravuna's wife was called Chova. So he says, Chova gives the haircut. And therefore, she's not, uh, she's not obligated in the, in the mitzvah. And therefore, whoever's not obligated in the mitzvah, right, she doesn't have a lot of peot on her. Therefore, she's not obeyed on Baltakifu. So Ravada Barahava said, I mean, strong words, 
תגבלי נון חובה לבניה. It's Hovah not concerned that she's going to bury her children? Which means she's making an Isud. Why isn't she afraid? Sounds like it's a Kedana. That's the way the Rosh, the Rosh was like we said. She's not afraid, but some learned actually he was saying it as a curse. She's going to kill her children. So basically he's saying, the way they understand the question is like this. Ravuna was the one that said, the makif is hayav. So he's asking him according to his shita. Rav Adab is saying, listen, according to me, I hold never the makif is hayav. So therefore I don't have a problem. But you that's saying that the makif is hayav, the one that gives the heck is hayav, what do you do with your children? So he says, no, my, my wife. He says, what's the difference? Says, your wife is going to bury your children. So the says, that should be a suit. So the Gemara comes along and says, now, the point out over here, Vadai lo haita kavanatosha ravada lekalel mamashet ravuna. I mean, you don't want to curse him, but unfortunately, it came true. Kol lehu sheneid ravada barahava lo ekayim lelezaral ravuna. Unbelievable. As long as Rav Adab was alive, the children of Rav Huna from his wife, Hova were dying. So that's like we say, when the tzaddik says a word, even if he says it unintentionally, without the kavana, it still has some, uh, so, some hold, some ramification. And the Gebara then says, wait, mechdi, tarvayu svira lehu, Hakafat kolarosh sheme hakafa. They both hold that what that hakafat arosh when it comes to ketanim is considered hakafa. Uh, uh, That's isur. Bemai kamefliki. So so what's the machloket? Why was Ravuna matir? Uh, and why why was Zavada arguing? Everybody agrees that this is in isur over here. If you cut the whole hair off, which was the case of the kids, they cut them bald. So everybody holds this Isud, why was Ravuna saying it's okay for his wife to do it? And Ravuna was saying, it shouldn't be. So Ravuna, the Pasuk says, do not take off the peot of your head and the, and the beard. So we're making a hekesh between them. Whoever is subject to the law of beard, which means men, yeshlo hakafa. But these ladies ladies will not have a law of the beard because they don't have a beard. So therefore, So if the ladies don't have the deen of hakafa, therefore they don't have a deen of cutting somebody's peot off either. That's why Chova was allowed to cut the, uh, cut the hair off. She's not subject to the laws of pe'ah. Okay, what does Ravada Barahava say? Ravada Barahava, Sabar, the fact that the Pasuk says, Lo takifu, when it says no takifu, it's both. And both is both. Whoever the makif is and whoever the nikaf is. Ve'itkash, makif nikaf. And we're making a hekesh between the one that gives the haircut to the one that is getting the haircut. Kol hecha de nikaf mechayev. 
any time the nikaf is going to be hayav, makif mechayev. The high katan, who il vehu gufa labar on shinu, the mechayev, which means, and this katan, who il vehu gufa, he himself is not a, a bar on shin, not hayav in mitzvot, he's patur, makif lo mechayev. So the makif should not be uh, hayav, and therefore even a, uh, a, 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 a guy that's, even a, 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 a man, according to him, that's makif a katan is okay. Rabbi Adas says, I don't hold of this whole business. I hold even a katan. If a man did it, it's okay. What do you mean? You all agree that shaving the whole hair is a problem? You're right. So the first rabbi is going to say that, which means Rav is going to hold and therefore they're both hayav, and therefore, but it kash makif lenikaf, and therefore kol hekad denikaf mehayev. Wherever the nikaf is going to be hayav, so therefore makif nami behayev, and therefore since a lady is not subject, so therefore the 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 makif is not going to be she's not going to be hayav on lo takifu. That is the opinion of uh, of 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 holds lo takifu He makes a hekesh between peot uh, uh, and zakan, and basically his law is wherever there is the deen of hashchata of, of zakan, there's the law of hakafa. Ladies are not subject to it; they don't have the law of hashchata of zakan. Therefore, they don't have the laws of hakafa. And therefore, they are, they're allowed to cut the hair of the katan. There's no, no issue. What is Ravada? Ravada says nobody has the issue by a katan. Because I make the case between makif and nikaf. If the nikaf is not hayav, the makif is not hayav, no matter who he is. Even if it would be a man. And therefore, there would be no problem, according to Ravada, even for a man, Jewish barber, to cut the hair of a katan. Because again, since the kid himself is not subject to onchin, makif name lo mechayev. So that would be the machloket. Now, the only question is, are you allowed to feed a, a minor nevelot? No, you're not allowed to feed a minor nevelot. So how could you go now make a, uh, make a uh, isud over here, biyadayim, biyadayim, with your hands to a katan, or to cause it, so he says, That is the Gezerat Katuv. It's making a hekesh to the Makif to the Nikaf. And that is the Derashah of the Torah. That where the Nikaf is not Hayav, the Makif is not Hayav. Normally, you would not be able to do such a thing to make an Isud even on a kid. It was not Hayav. But over here, it is different. Because we have a gezerat katuv. So basically, it comes out according to Ravuna, a lady is not mechoyevet on hakafa at all. Therefore, whether she even she if she cuts an adult, it'll come out like that. If a lady cuts an adult's hair, she'll be okay. She will not be uh, she will not be over because she's not subject to the, to, to, to the item. However. Uh, according to him, according to Rab Ada, comes out of Humrah, a lady will not be allowed to cut a man's hair. Because even though she's not Hayevit, 
But the man is, and therefore his dirasha is only when the nikaf is not hayav, the makif is not hayav. But if the nikaf is hayav, the makif will be hayav. So the most interesting comes comes kind of the reverse chumrah uh, and a kula. According to Ravuna, again, it comes out that a, a a lady that's not in the subject could cut even a man's hair. She, she's not subject to it. Masha'ikin, according to Rabada, that says, no, the whole reason is because we, go, we look at the nikaf, the guy that's getting cut. If the guy that's getting cut is not hayab, so the cutter is not hayab. But if the guy who's getting cut is a man, he's hayab, the lady will be hayab also. That's what that comes out according to Rabada. Very good. Okay, that is the sugiyah of Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. Amen.